Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Tough Love Terry podcast. Today, I was going to continue on with my 21 Laws of Leadership, but I've actually decided that I want to chat about uh, something else, something that I posted on Instagram. This idea that wherever we are, whatever we are doing, whenever we pursue something, we are bringing three people into the room with us at the same time. One is our past self, one is our present self, and one is our future self. And I want to chat today about how our past and future selves can kind of get in the way of present selves enjoying the experience. So I think this one will be a bit bring a bit more value, not that the laws of leadership wouldn't, but this is just kind of top of mind and I figured it would be something you might benefit from. So yeah, welcome back and yeah, let's get into it. All right, so what do I mean when I say there's three people with us at all times? Well, what I think about when I go to do something or especially when I'm going to try something new or I want to be in the moment, I know that my present self is very easily distracted by what past self-terry thought or the beliefs that she has and also the worries and anxieties that future Terry has. And it was really this interesting concept in the way that I explained it on, you know, Instagram was more so for photographers to understand that when we're photographing clients, our clients are bringing with them their past selves, their future selves, and their present selves in the form of, um, you know, maybe somebody was teased for the way that their body looks or, you know, their acne or whatever it is. So that that belief that that part of themselves is not great is going to be with them when they're having their photo shoot done. In addition to that, their future self is worried that the photos will confirm their greatest fears that, let's say, the acne or the way their body looks is just as terrible as somebody told them back in the past. These types of thoughts can get in the way of our clients from enjoying the present, right? They can't really be present if their brain is worried about the past or worried about the future. And so it's our job, as I explained in the post, it's our job to help our clients stay in the present. And I gave some suggestions. But then I was thinking about in that room, while there's a photographer and the client and the client has three people, the photographer also has three versions of themselves that show up as well. And so regardless if you're a photographer or not, every single one of us does this. Our brain is comprised of our past experiences, our future concerns, and our present what is. And if we can manage those things, it's going to make it that much easier for us to move in the direction of the life that we want for ourselves. So for example, one of the things that I want to do is um, I want to move towards becoming more of a full-time writer uh, and speaker and educator and do less photography. My past self hears the voice of somebody that told me for a long time when I was younger that writing is not a, you know, a profession. It is a great hobby to have. And my subconscious still believes that on some level. And until, uh, and this is despite, I've written a book, like I've written two books actually, and a third is on the way. 
And so I know that I can do it. It's not that I can't do it, but my subconscious is still holding on past Terry is still holding on to this idea that you can't just make a living from writing. That's not possible. And so now it's present day Terry that has to come into the room and say, yes, but you did do that. You did write a book. It is possible. You just have to learn how. And then future Terry is saying like, oh my God, if you become a writer, you won't be making any money and then you'll grow broke and then it will be true. You won't be able to make money as a writer and it will confirm what those people said when you were younger. And so those voices very much can distract me from doing the things I definitely want to do in my life. And it's imperative that I manage them if I want to move in the direction of my dreams. And so a few of the things that I can do is practice mindfulness. This simply is the act of when I'm sitting here right now is taking account of how does my body feel in the chair I'm sitting in right now. And you can do this exercise while you're listening to me. Stop whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you're trying to multitask like I do. I want you to just stop for a second and just pay attention to how either your feet feel on the floor or your butt feels in your chair or the way your hands feel with whatever they're doing. And I want you to just like bring awareness to the body in this moment. And then I want you to look around the room and I want you to just pick out five things that bring you joy in the room that you are in right now. And again, you may not be at your home where you filled it with things that you love, or you may not be, you know, somewhere that you know, you might be out and about listening to this. I don't know where you listen to my podcast, but wherever you are, I want you to pick out five things that do bring you a bit of joy right now. It can be little things. It can be seeing the color teal. It can be... Um, you know, seeing, um, I don't, I don't even know, seeing other people wherever you are. It can be looking up and seeing the sky looking really big. Everyone's a little different with what it is. What we're doing in the moment is we're bringing attention to present day you. When you are in the present, there is no room and no voice for past or future to show up. But so many of us get consumed with what ifs for the future and what was for the past. And so the more we practice mindfulness, being in the moment, paying attention to what we're doing, the less likely our brain is going to reach into the past and strive for the or, and grab for the future worries. Another way that you can really build this mindfulness practice in is getting into the state of flow. And that is usually done by doing an activity that you just like lose all track of time in. For me, doing self-portraits is a state of flow. Two hours can pass like that. Um, I know for some people it is cooking. They can cook for hours. Some people it's tending plants, reading, painting, drawing, gardening, Things where they can just like let their mind wander, showering, <laughs> the things like that where your mind can just wander. But that state of flow where something is challenging but also, uh, but also enjoyable is where you want to get to because there is no room within that for a past concern or experience and a future worry to come in because you are literally in the moment when that's happening.
And so I want to encourage you, if you don't already have hobbies or things like that, to find something that maybe you used to love to do when you were in school or you used to love when you were a child that you literally could just lose all track of time with. And I want to encourage you to bring that back into your life in some capacity. And it's not so much about achieving a goal of something. It really is just learning to get better at that thing. So that way it's still challenging you, but it is also enjoyable. You fall in love with the process. The more we do this, the more it's going to train our brain to stay focused on the present. And why that is important for other things is that when we are looking to move to making these big leaps in our life or do things like a photo shoot or, um, you know, try out for something or audition or whatever, we will be easier to slip into a state of flow than we will to rely on our past fear, uh, fear-based experiences and fear-based future worries. So I want to encourage you to just think about that. If you have something coming up that you're looking forward to, or if there's this dream that you have that you've been wanting to achieve, I would love for you if you could take a notebook or something like that and I want you to see if you can hear the three different versions of yourself. So let's say you want to start your own business, whatever that is. Past you will say, oh, you can't do this because X, Y, Z, and it will have been something somebody else told you. Okay, so I want you to see if you can hear that voice or that concern or that worry. So it'll be, it literally will sound like somebody else. It won't sound like you. It'll sound like a parent. It'll sound like a relative. It'll sound like somebody that said something to you once. And you were like, oh, I guess that's truth because you were a child and we believed everything everyone said to us. And then I want you to hear future self. And future self is the one that is full of the, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? What if... You know, like all the anxiety inducing things. That's future you talking, worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. So that's the voice that future you has. And then I want you to see if you could figure out present you. And the beautiful thing about present you is present you is the one that knows what it wants. It knows where it wants to go. This is what you know you deserve, what you desire, and so on. And this voice has to be the loudest out of all three if you are going to make any sort of moves. So as soon as you can recognize what each one sounds like, this will bring awareness to it. So when you go to do the thing or take an action towards getting the thing or whatever it is you're working towards, You'll be able to hear, let's say, your past self say, mm, we can't do that, it's not a real job. Uh, then you can say, but I'm in the present. I'm here now. I'm safe. I'm supported. I'm confident. There's no truth in that. Here are some people that I know have done it and done it really well. There's evidence against what you're telling me, past self. So don't worry, we can do this. I've done hard things before. I can do this again. And then if future you comes into the conversation and says, mm, okay, like, yeah, sure, you could do it, but then here's all the things that could go wrong and this could go wrong and that could go wrong. That's where present you says, okay, okay, I hear your concerns. Um, so let's, let's problem solve them right now before they do become an issue. So if that happens, what would I do? 
when that happens, how will I handle it? And so now you're creating all these contingency plans and kind of putting out these fi fake fires that your past and future self are trying to, to start. This is going to enable present you to keep moving in the direction of your dream, keep moving in the direction of where you want to go and uh, hopefully achieve the thing that you do want to achieve. And I know it sounds silly like, oh, you want me to talk to myself? But yeah, I talk to myself all the time in my head. The more you can distinguish the, the voices of past, present, and future, the easier it's going to be for you to see who is speaking up the loudest. If it's past you that's speaking up the loudest, it's going to be mostly things that other people have said to you. And now you have a choice. Present you has a choice to decide whether or not you want to keep believing those things and then come up with new ones if you don't. And then if you have a voice that is loudest in the future with a lot of anxiety, a lot of problems, a lot of concerns for what will, could, should be, etc., that's where you can get into problem-solving mode and say, hey, I hear you. That's a valid concern. That definitely could happen. Do not worry. If that happens, here's what the outcome will be. And you can appease the fears a bit more. But if we don't stop to listen and acknowledge what voice is doing the talking, we're going to all assume it's the same thing and we're going to stay stuck. And I don't know about you, but I do not like staying stuck. So that's what I want you to, I want to encourage you to do is see if you can identify which voice is the loudest for you. Past you, present you, or future you. And once you've identified which one is kind of getting in your way of achieving the life that you want, then take steps to correct it. Okay? So that's why this one was like a super important one for me to talk about because I just think if we, the more the more we can not I will say manage, the more we can manage our mind and our mindset the easier it is going to be for us to move forward and literally lean into who we want to be and how we want to live our lives. And so, yeah, that's what I want to encourage you to do. Start listening to your voices, separate them out, and figure out who you want to be, and then spend the rest of the time parenting the other two voices. They're important because they want to prevent us from feeling any sort of pain, humiliation, or loneliness, but they also get in our way and can be very loud to stop us from taking any sort of risk. And so we want to make sure that we are doing ourselves justice by, um, by just having conversations with those other voices. Okay, perfect. Well, Hopefully this was beneficial for you. Uh, feel free to share this if you found it helpful for you. Maybe other people would find it helpful as well. I want to thank you again for listening to the podcast. And uh, I will chat with you later, I guess. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.